Good morning, everybody that is listening in the UK, USA, Australia, and worldwide. This is Radio Tony. This morning, I'm solo. Uh, Tony's having a holiday. So um, welcome and listen to live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitch. We have my EVA payo ready and waiting to respond to your comments and questions with website links uh, and subscribe and email. Now, big shout out uh, and thank you to all the people that are helping this station happen today. Replays of the live shows are all, also available on Binge TV, Networks USA, and via the Tony TV channel app on Roku, LG, Samsung, links in the chat, which will be put up after this interview with the fabulous Karen McDermott. How are you, Karen? I am really good, Kaz. How are you? Fabulous. And all the better for having you on here with me this morning. We always have wonderful conversations, Kaz, and now everyone can get an insight into that, hey? <laughs> I think so, yes. Yeah. It's my first solo without Tony, so I'm relying upon your professionality to keep me going. <laughs> I got you, don't worry. <laughs> oh, good, good. So um, I just want to ask you a few questions, and, and really it's all about um, the law of attraction, your books on the law of attraction. They are absolutely amazing. So, Karen, you are a heart-driven publisher, a three major publishing companies and an author of 30 books, an inspiring entrepreneur, a busy mum of six, a radio host and master in the law of attraction, and so much more. Karen is dedicated to helping you find your story and just as eager to involve you within her authors groups for the support we all need as publishing authors. Karen has won many awards as an Osmanpreneur, as a speaker on the TEDx stage and as an international entrepreneur holding many retreats at Cromcastle Island. Karen is a firm believer in the law of attraction and each one of her recent four books with four more to be published on this topic, the law of attraction. Today, we will introduce her recent release and bestseller, The Law of Love. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much for having me, Kaz. Doesn't that all sound so wonderful? What an adventure life is, hey? <laughs> I know. I just can't believe you do all that. I really, I look at you and I think, how do you do that? I was a mum of four and I was flat out. Six is my number. It's it's my number. <laughs> I was the eldest of six and so now I have six myself and they grow up so fast. It's like, wow. So I okay. wanted to do life my way without compromising my values. And I absolutely do that because I wanted to be a hands-on mom. I wanted to be able to bring my kids to school, pick them up. But I'm really ambitious, so I like to push boundaries, see where I can get um, with things. But I want to bring everyone along for the ride. And as I was, you know, my trajectory for success was just rising and rising. Everybody started asking me, how do you do life, Karen? You always seem to be hanging out in joy. You always seem to be kicking goals. How do you do it? And so I decided to start writing the life, the Alchemy of Life Magic series under KP Weaver, which is my maiden name. So I have my entrepreneurial hat on with Karen McDermott and I write under KP Weaver. And the freedom of it, the freedom to write to my own rhythm is the most beautiful thing. I can't imagine being under the pump with deadlines and stuff, although I do set my own self-imposed deadlines, but I enjoy meeting them. You know, it's mm. it's just, it's such a privilege to be able to do this. And then for people to want to read my writing and 
And I've told you before, like, I have to thank you so much for being such an advocate for all of my books because I love that you love them so much. And, um, and I write on the, there's seven life principles that I absolutely live through. And so that's why there's seven books in the series. And they are, there's mindfulness, knowing, intention, love, and um, gratitude, forgiveness, and belief. And those are the seven life principles that I live mm -hmm. through. Right. So mm. I was very attracted to the law of love. And what was the attraction for you, Karen, when you sat there? I know where you sit to write. You sit in your backyard and you watch your kids play. So what was it attracted you to become the master of uh, the law of attraction, which you are, you're a master at it. So the law of love is, it's, I, I actually found it more powerful than the three before. What do you think made it more powerful or was, or was it just my intake on it? Well, people are going to gravitate towards different books in the series because maybe love is your thing. And um, for me, love had to be book four because that's the center of the seven. So it, love is always at the heart of everything that I do. So when you do something with loving intention, it's like a super fuel. It's like you are supercharging the experience and the results that you can get. And so love is a very powerful aspect of attraction. And I don't know if you knew this, but before the law of attraction was called the law of attraction, it was actually called the law of love. It's known as that because when you put loving intention into something, you get the biggest, best results in the fastest time possible. You do. Yeah, I, I must admit, I have practiced it occasionally when no, I've got to love this, I've got to love it all the way through. Um, and you do get the best results out of it, no matter what the situation. I mean, to me, I, I have time to look back and think, ah, I could have done that, but I could have added love to that as well, even though you think you've done the best. So, yeah, I agree. On, on page um, 32 of this book, it says you always want the best outcome for everyone involved. Is that how the law of love works? Well, it's an individual thing, really, because when you fuel love, if whenever you fuel, make love is the answer in any scenario, whether it's in, you know, in a disagreement or whether it's in raising your children or whether it's injecting it into your business. When you do things through love, um, you will always get the best case scenario outcome. That's what I believe. And I know that from experience. But when you choose love um, as the answer to all kind of um, scenarios in your life, it just becomes a habit. So then yes. you're always doing things with, with the loving intention. So I loving agree. intention becomes part of you. It becomes part of your how you you know, do solutions or just how you, you know, just do life really. Mm. So that's what that is. And then by doing that, then you're showing others how to do it. You're not doing it for them. They are le learn from you and how you do things. And that's they right. will maybe make that choice to do it for themselves because we all have the capability to do it. We are all born, born with it. It's just some of us make that choice more than others. That's right. I totally agree. So when you um, immigrated from Ireland to Australia, uh, did, were you practicing the law of love then or was it unbeknown that you were actually practicing it? I've always done it, but I didn't do it intentionally. So whenever I came to Australia, 35 weeks pregnant with my third child, I waddled here, Kez. Um, I wasn't an author. In, by, 
I wasn't an author in any way. We knew nobody, but it was as if it was, it was like a clean, just a, you know, there's nothing beautiful than a new beginning. And mm. as much as my intentions were to set up home for my, for our family and, you know, nesting and nurturing with a new baby, I started to be called to, into writing and I started doing some children's books with my kids called Mama Max Homemade Children's Books to teach them about Australia and things because they didn't understand. I had a 10 year old, or sorry, a 12 year old and a, and a two year old at the time and then my baby. And so then um, I got called into to start writing more spiritual place books or, you know, articles that I wrote for um, Building Beautiful Bonds. They started getting picked up by Universe and Mind magazines, magazine um, and I, I started getting featured in there quite right. a lot. Mm. All of those articles are in Heart Notes, which you wrote and reviewed a few weeks ago. And that I couldn't write that now because that was a period of my life where I was going through a spiritual awakening and just really because I had had went through um, about 14 months of PTSD and I call that my cocoon period because uh -huh. I learned so much about myself through that. But when I came through it, I made the sacred promise to myself to live life at a higher vibration. And I didn't know what that looked like. I just had the essence of that and the intention of that. And I suppose everything fell into place for that to happen. So when I was doing the, when I, you know, I, I was never, grew up with all of this you know i yeah. grew up catholic in ireland <laughs> and, but i never did the whole fear thing uh, you know i don't live in fear ever i i'm curious and if somebody tells me something i go yeah that, yeah that may be all right for you but not, my, it's not going to be a fit for me so i'm going to find mm. a different way and it's okay to do that. And I had yes. the support of my family to do that. So I was always allowed to be curious and, and explore and experience things, um, which oh. was wonderful. <clears throat> and so when um, I, I, I actually started writing these articles, I stumbled across the law of attraction and I read The Secret, which is wonderful, but I can, I can understand how it blows people's minds because you're going, oh my God, I have mm. to keep a check on my thoughts. And yes. if the average person has over 40,000 thoughts a day. How are you supposed to manage that? It'll drive you insane. So I decided I was really curious about it. And when I'm curious mm -hmm. about something, I learn it at a super, and then give it my own spin. You know, how yeah. I, how I, you know, absorb yeah. the information yeah. and process it. And so I, I did that. I, I did it with Joe Vitale. I done his law of attraction course. And then I did the advanced law of attraction practitioner course, but I never told anybody about it. I just decided I would test myself yes. and see how I could use this information and apply it to build up a million dollar publishing press, which was my intention. And because I got very passionate, once I wrote my first novel in 2010, had the negative self-publishing experience, but took the positive out of that, which was to, um, that I learned a lot about publishing. I done a bit mm. more research and set up my own publishing press. I set that I promised myself that I was going to build a million dollar publishing press, but help people get their stories told in a positive way because there's so mm. much power. Mm. There is this um well everybody, as you and I both know, has a story inside them. But what I like about you is you bring out the power of the story. You encourage people, don't you, to bring out their own powerful story. I mean, you're there to um, interrupt when need be. But you know, I've seen you work and I, you know, I, I sit back in absolute amazement. And I think, too, a little bit of jealousy because why didn't I know this when I was your age? You know, why not? Why? 
why now? But, you know, it, it will be for a good use that you see someone of so young um, climbing that beautiful ladder of the law of attraction and injecting love into everything she does. That's amazing. You've done oh, so well. I'm you. so proud of you. Thank you so much, Kaz. That really means a lot. And I treasure you. You know that. And I treasure your journey. I just love being a part of it. And I love being a part of all of my author's journeys. But, you, you know, when somebody reads your book, they get to escape. They get to learn from you. Mm. They get to hear your voice through your writing. Mm. And that is is an absolute, you know, and, and it's for, for a reader, you know, that's a gift. And to be able to go through the process of writing the book. And yes. then editing the book yes. and then publishing the book. Oh, Anybody yes. who goes through those and then marketing the book. Anybody who <laughs> sticks the course of, of becoming an author deserves mm. all of the accolades that comes with the authority of authorship because this author is in authority because it's you deserve right. it. And it's instant recognition because of the journey you've been on. That's dead right. So um, the four books that you wrote, that you've written about the law of attraction. Um, okay, let me show. I'll show here. Sure. Yeah. Put them here. Okay. So this is book one, The Magic That's of right. Mindfulness. Yes, I've got that one. Yes. yes. Yeah. And this is book two, The Power of yes. Knowing. That's a good That's book one that time. I keep getting called into um, business arenas to talk about because when you know how to know properly, you're yes. able to make decisions with unwavering fear. And That's so right. it's the most productive thing you can do. And it's total success um, driver, that one. And then the miracle of intent, which is book three. Mm. And then this is the one that you love is the love. Beautiful love. cover. And it matches your jacket again. <laughs> it goes with my outfit today. I, I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> and then also is, and you've looked at, you've read this one as well, is my Life Magic Conquer Kit, which I absolutely yes. love. This is yeah. was me answering the call from people. And in the new year, we're going to do a course um, alongside this, um, an eight-week course where I walk people through the transformation. Beautiful. Because yeah. it's a journey, isn't it? It's a big journey. It certainly that, is. That awakening, yeah. And it's also, once I read your books too, it, it certainly pulled me up in my tracks. Like we all get thoughts of, look, I just can't be bothered or what's going on. or And you might have a bit of a moan, but um, I've always found, you know, what, you know, as you advise in the book, watch what you're thinking. Words are very powerful. They're so powerful. So watch what's actually coming out of your mouth. You know, oh, you absolutely. Might be able to, if you can think it, don't say it, you know, just cancel that thought in your head. Especially when you're setting intentions, you know, try to hang out in the love and gratitude space mm. for for um, productive reasons, really, yes. you know, write down, write down what you're grateful for, because when you write something down, you're actioning it in your brain, it's an actual action. So it's That's putting right. the wheels in motion for something. Mm. Um, and one of the things is we are human. I yes. don't talk you know, with love all of the time, you know, oh. I'm a mama six, I'm going to grow sometimes, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's true, true love, you know, tough love. <laughs> but yes. also, you know, sometimes you just need a grumble to release. But once yeah. you just release and back onto the track, um, oh. you know, it, and also in those days where I am just not feeling it, my energy is low, I'm going to close over that to-do list and I'm going to switch off and I'm going to binge Netflix or I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to do something that just mm -hmm. lets my brain blur for a moment and just fill up that soul cup. Because 
often whenever people talk about fatigue and talk about um, being exactly. tired a lot, mm. it's mm. because their, their soul is tired, not because they're physically tired. Mm. You know, it's really your soul's tired. So mm. spend some time on understanding what that is for you, because it's not about anybody else. It's about you. Mm. What can you do to ignite that life within you, that mm. life force within you, so that you can experience joy in that day? And once That's you experience right. that joy Peace. first, it, it snowballs and then it becomes a big part of your life. We all need to prioritize joy in our lives. The more people doing that, the more that we are living life at a higher vibration. And then we're able to pour into each other. And then there's a ripple effect in the world, you know, when we do that. So we need to prioritize mm. our own joy as well. You certainly do. So when my cup's empty, I'm feeling it even half empty. Um, I tend to head for the beach or for the forest where I can just sit and breathe uh, and and not think about books or writing or anything that's going on in my life. Uh, yesterday I went down to what we call the pond and I was so in awe of watching all the different activities. It's so much fun just sitting there and watching. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'd break my neck if I got off <laughs> on the boards like they do. But, yeah, just yeah. watching. What I love is their faces. They're full of joy, absolutely full of joy. <laughs> Yeah, and so, that's the thing it's that's their thing that's what's making them feel joyful right. and so yeah. they're doing it and you know just sitting there as an author just sitting observing observing people is actually you know it's like food for thought and food for oh, and yes. for books i agree yeah yeah <laughs> i often sit there and think, just think to myself if only mm. they knew that i'm writing about them they wouldn't be doing what mm. they're doing <laughs> yeah and nature as well has like nature is a really big one like when this, I love it when it comes to this time of the year here in Perth, the sun's up before 5 a.m. There's, yes. you know, it, you can just feel the energy of the day. Mm. So I often go outside of the house and just, you know, and I have a desk outside that I write with in my, yeah. in my, um, you know, at my patio and just to, you know, just sit in that energy. It's just regenerating. Um, and when, when you take those days out, it's like, as I talk about the power of the pause, um, people don't understand how powerful it is to step back, just That's to right. you know to not think about the you know everything that you're doing, just to step back and let things be, because things are always happening in the background. But just for you to recalibrate, to see things clear more clearly. If you have a problem, you know, pouring into that problem when you're not feeling at your best is just going to make it worse. You need to step back. You need mm -hmm. to go and do something and then go for a walk. A walk is a beautiful thing. It just clears the mind and helps yeah. you see things with a different perspective. And then you can come back re-energized and with clear focus. And, and I do, I do the, the power of the pause. I go in the rhythm of school holidays because that's what works for me. And every, you know, 10 weeks whenever school holidays are on for two weeks, I, my mindset changes and I shift gears and, I, I declutter my life every single 10 weeks mm. because what serves, you know, I've grown a lot in the 10 weeks. So what serves me at the beginning does not, you know, and so I, I shed it and pass it on to somebody else that it can serve, you know, and mm. um, I talk about that a lot. Yes, you do. Now I'm going to, to step aside to Crom Castle, the place of magic. Tell the yeah. listeners um, about Crom Castle, Karen. How did you actually, I know you lived close to Crom Castle, you used to visit the grounds, but what gave you the idea of having a, a retreat there? 
This is an inspired thought that I actioned, and I talk about um, inspired thoughts all of the time because when you set an intention, um, and I set the intention, I had just come out of the 2015 Osmopreneur um, na or conference, and I realized I was playing the, the publishing game pretty small business. I was, I could do so much more. So I opened up my mind and I went back to Ireland in um, 2016 and I I realized that like I I didn't have a connection with the Earl at that time. We were both from different communities in Ireland, you know, the way you've got um, the Catholics and Protestants, we were both from. So I had this inspired thought that what if we hosted a, a retreat, a, a writer's retreat at a castle yeah. Yeah. and I was like, that is a really cool idea that would yeah. really you know get gain some brand awareness for my publishing house and it would yes. be an amazing experience and i love experiences mm. so um i just reached out to the, the crown castle and i said i'm coming over to ireland um on this date is there any chance that we could have a meeting about a potential writers retreat at the castle I did not even know if the castle was open to hosting <laughs> any guests or anything. It was just an inspired thought that I actioned and I got a response. Hello, Karen. We would love to, um, have, you know, have a meeting about the potential of this and oh. this, that, and the other. And, and so we, we did and we got the ball in motion. I thought I was going to, it's going to cost me a fortune because, you know, hiring a castle isn't cheap. It could have just right. all fallen on its face. But we filled the castle, we had the best experience and I never lost a penny. So there you go. And so we have been trying to do it every year since. It's kind of been every two years now. But uh -huh. um, when things settle down, we will be doing it every year. Going back in June. But you came in 2019, Kez. And you know the magic in that castle. You Pure can't magic. explain what it's like until you experience it. But, you and know, even one, then, I found it hard to explain what happened. But yeah, I just knew. Yes. I mean, you said to me in the castle while we were having morning tea one day, you said to me, so when are you going to uh, publish your book of poetry? I said, I haven't got any. And I left it like that, not knowing that I had um, 85 poems collated when I got home and it's been cooking away, you know, so next year there will be a published book out. But knowing that, um, I don't know, there was, there was, Everywhere you went in the castle, there was like little pockets that you could just sit and breathe and, and take it all in. Like I'm in a castle on island and even walking the grounds, there were pockets that you could just sit and breathe. Magic place to be. I would ask, I would advise anyone that they had the opportunity to go. It's a huge experience. It's it's just something that I believe everybody should experience in their lifetime. And I've had the joy of experiencing it four times now. Yes, <laughs> so yeah. every single time, but the, it's the deep connections that's built. So when you have a have a, a location as magical as the castle, which is absolutely private ground, so you mm. know you are secluded. There is a national forest all around you. Mm. There's waterways. There's just the most beautiful you know just little things that you're going to find yes. that are all part of a castle and then you've got the earl and the countess who live there and who come and add some magic to it as well and who host a gala dinner and the yeah. whole experience is enhanced and it's one that you you pinch yourself you go is this really happening because yeah. this is the most magical experience and, and that never goes away it's the same as you know whenever you write a book 
and you hold, you know, like I've written over 40 books now and every time yeah. a new one of my books comes in, it's just like, oh, you know, it's the most magical yeah. experience. But it at is. the castle, the connection that happens because the environment yes. is yes. so special, the connection yes. that happens. With, and so that's why it's really important. And I spend a lot of time, um, you know, I have said no to people to come to the castle because I didn't think there would be a right fit. But it's important to have the right blend of mm. people together. Mm. And like everyone who was at the castle the last time um, for our writer's retreat are like family now. You know, it's they an are. absolute writer's family. It's beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. I've never, you know, I was part of that last trip and I am part of that family. And, and yeah, I, I literally get, I don't know, emails and messages and texts from these beautiful authors that I met and there's been a relationship built. Uh, and it's been two years since I've been there. So, yeah, I. And, and every and again, one of them is now has advanced in their writing career so much. Like everybody's become a published author. Colors in Me anthology has many people in it. There's so many opportunities that have come yes. just from yes. being there and connecting. Right. Got mm. to meet um, you know, we got to meet amazing like Jane Talbot was there and she'd done a workshop. Like mm -hmm. she's truly amazing, you know. She it's is. just yeah. Yeah, really amazing authors as well. You can come and yeah, join us. Absolutely. Uh, what I love, I was uh, driving in the in the in the bus going up to the castle, and I saw a fox <laughs> and I saw a deer. And you don't see those in Australia. You don't see deer. <laughs> so, and yeah, I always, was, yeah, I always drive right. the bus. I always yes. drive the minibus around and yes. courier everyone around. I love doing you do. it. <laughs> and um, I, I laughed online when it was you commented about the bus ride to the hairdressers for the gala dinner. And like you got to understand in Ireland, there's little tiny roads that barely fit one car <laughs> and there's two cars trying to pass. And here I am in a minibus and, you know, they're not really good roads. They're dirt tracks sometimes. Mm. And, and I just know them like the back of my hand because I yes, grew up do. there for 31 years. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and so I just drive like that. It's just natural. And kind of like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's, it's become amazing. a running joke with everybody who came in 2017 and 2019. <laughs> yeah, Karen's <laughs> driving is an experience. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It was like, oh, well, I'm back at home now. I'll just hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then That's the amazing. writing drunk. Um, Theme as well, you know. I always bring everyone to the. We went to the Game of Thrones pub, remember? And we had the Irish music. Um, no, I wasn't there. I didn't oh, you didn't go. For, oh, that's right. It was amazing. It was so fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So with the um the lockdown that happened, yes, uh, it certainly changed the way we communicate with each other. Uh, mm -hmm. Would you agree that the law of attraction um uh, gave you the ability to communicate more? Or can I use the word better? Yeah, well, I have to admit, from my perspective, I was always COVID ready, you know, because I'm so flexible in my mm. life. If I need to mm. work from home, I can work from home. Need to have, if the kids need to be around, they need to be around. So I'm just very flexible that way. So um, it didn't affect me, um, you know, practically or emotionally in any way. Mm. I think that a lot of people who, um, who, had to, you know, really in initiate huge changes in their lives, had a lot of adapting to do. And that comes yes. with a bit of shock to the system. Um, yes. And it also brings us inward. And some people mm. don't want to go inward. And, no, it's uh, true. 
Yeah, and so it has to be a choice, but when it's forced upon you, there's a lot of resistance and people, you know, can feel very unsettled around that because journeying inward and, and, you know, embracing, you know, an awakening, I call it an awakening because you're realizing your own potential. You know, yes. people don't realize their, realize their own potential and how powerful they are in their own lives. And some people yes. don't want to be that. They want to, um, you know, just go with the rhythm of how convention. And that's totally cool if you choose that to be. Yeah. But for me, that's not enough. I want to, you know, to, to experience life at a whole level. And I choose not to go, mm -hmm. you know, energetically some places yeah. because it's, you know, it's, it's not what I, it's not aligned with, with what I'm wanting to do, but mm -hmm. I know that I could if I wanted to. And, mm. but for everyone who, um, I, I believe that a lot of people got good things out of COVID, um, as much as it was a negative experience and the energy of it rippled across the world and it was felt by everyone. But I think that a lot of people could, um, you know, manage it differently, but it was yes. an opportunity for a lot of people to de declutter and prioritize themselves in their life people's priorities mm. change i believe um, and mm. that can be good, you know well karen we're just about at the end of, of, of our time so i will put down the details of where to contact you but if people want to purchase your books uh do they just go to those contacts that, that have we written up on the screen or um how do they actually go about contacting you i mean they can't ring you so you know how do they go about ordering your books um yeah you, know, you can't go wrong ordering these books <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, you can go to mnhpress.com, that's the publisher. But um, if you want to go to kpweaver.com, you'll find all my TEDx talks there. You'll find lots of information. There's free meditations and mindful moments on there as well. And all of my books are in there as well. So go and have a, a quiz around there. Thank you okay. so much, Karen. It's been an absolute delight. My absolute pleasure, Kez, as always. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye for now.